Welcome, everyone. This is a very special Fake Nerds Watch special. I did it again. I always do that. Listen, we're double special today. We are double special today because not only are we the Fake Nerd Podcast, mm-hmm. Brian, Brandon T. McClure. Are we combining <laughs> like Gogeta? Wow. Uh, ben Magnet. Hello there. Ryan Eliopoulos. It's me. Hello. And Sparks Witty. Hi, hi. We are joined by the, the unofficial fifth member of this podcast. Oh. Oh. Mike, oh, hello. Hi, Mike. Hi. How are you guys? Great. We're good. How are and you? And Trixie. Oh. Oh, <gasps> my, my kitten Trixie. She just hopped up. She just hopped hey, Trixie? up. Trixie? <laughs> that's cute. Yeah. This is a video. This is a video medium, so that, that's perfect uh, color. Yeah. Well, so when you see my hand doing this, you'll know it's a cat. <laughs> oh no, I know what you're doing. You you'll be like, why is he petting his lap? Right. <laughs> petting that's what we call it yeah right happy petting so mike you you wanted to talk to us about some marvel shows that just came out i did i did want to talk to you guys i've been sitting here all cooped up with no outlet like and i i really want to just pick your guys's before okay first some 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 business sparks your fifth year anniversary quiz show uh-huh. was amazing Oh, thank it was you! Absolutely spectacular. I was in awe. You are like the quiz master. My impossible trivia challenge. I'm gonna have to email you for some tips. <laughs> I was is like, that why is that why we haven't had a, a trivia challenge? That is why I am in. I'm licking my wounds. I am <laughs> off in a cave. Just oh God, I have I have I have come up lacking to sparks. Nah, uh, and I I'm, done... I'm... no. Go ahead. No, and I haven't. And also, I haven't done a, a a new poster yet. Usually, I do them at cons, and they're all mm-hmm. like closed and weird. But I have I have a Marvel one coming up. My first oh. Marvel. It's in the works. So maybe I'll do like a whole ten year Mike's Impossible Trivia Challenge from every movie. Ooh, I would love that. Oh, that's Marvel so good. We would here. be very good at that. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll do that. We'll do that. Uh, so that's what yeah. we'll do. But yeah, Sparks, amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, since you brought it up, this is our first time recording with uh, Mike since then. Uh, thank you for contributing to that. Um, that oh, yeah. Awesome. Really appreciated uh, it. Yeah. Sparks, you know, e- you know, messaged me very, very late, three in the morning, frantic, <laughs> covered in sweat. He was crying. You could tell he through said, the email. I need your help. And I said, Sparks, calm down. He said, there's no time. <laughs> and so uh, I was able to cobble something together for you guys last minute. So I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. We loved Thank it. Uh, there was a moment where we were doing the thing. And I was like, oh, I, he mustn't have gotten Mike. I guess it was, I guess it didn't work out. And then you showed up and I'm like, oh, yay. <laughs> of course. Of course. You can't keep me away. Especially no. if I can do it sitting in my office. Oh, yeah, I'm in. I don't, I don't have to go anywhere. Oh, I'm in. Easy money. <laughs> I'm there. Easy money. Yeah. It's like, Done. you mean I get to stay in my pajamas? Yeah, tilt the camera up. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we really appreciated your contribution to that. We always love having you on. You're always a great time. You guys are so much fun. Speaking uh, of fun, yeah. So, unless you have any more business to get to get through, should we? No, get just the... Sparks is rad. That's Sparks, it. You know what? You're Sparks right. Is rad. He is okay. Rad. Thank you. Enough yeah. of that love affair. Yeah. Um. So, Mike, the Marvel okay. TV shows on Disney Plus. This is the MCU Marvel Studio shows. You have thoughts. How okay, so where to begin? Well, 
What do you got? The Gestalt, how are you feeling about it so far? It feels like forever ago this started, doesn't it? It kind of does. It feels almost like the whole 10 years of the first phase since uh, WandaVision came out. <laughs> yes. yes. Right? Yes. No, because we're just getting we're getting a TV show's worth of MCO at once, so it does feel like lots of lots yeah. of things are happening when really not a lot of things are happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what do you I mean the, the gestalt, how do you guys feel about it in like one word? How you got like good, lukewarm, awesome, knock it out of the park. What do you overall, feel? overall I'm good. I would say after Loki, I'm what? good, not great, but like Loki is the one that I'm like, okay, these can be really good. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm sitting about same place as Ryan, like like an all right to good uh, meter of it. Yeah, Ben. Yeah, I I well, yeah, I, I feel the same way. They're they're pretty good. I like watching them. I enjoy they're watching pretty, them. They're pretty good. So like compared to like the the phase, the first phase, I'll say you know the ten year, um, Infinity Saga, like it's just pretty good, right? That seems to be where I'm at too. Yeah, yeah. Where I'm like, I don't think pretty- there's been anything great. Yeah, like I don't, and I don't know what they're doing. Like I don't know what the plan is. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, like they're building. This is what's so. Com- I was kind of saying before how I'm like really confused by everything, because like they're 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 going to, like so. Wanda Vision was fine. It like started great and Uh-oh. then it really weird. Like started great. You're breaking up quite Hold a bit, on. my friend. Huh? Mr. Mike, can you repeat that? Sorry, you were breaking up real bad. Oh, okay. So Scarlet Witch. So Wanda Vision started great, right? Yeah. yeah, like fantastic. And then I felt like the more, the more like they're uncovered, the more they're explaining stuff, the worse the series gets. Do you know what I mean with all of these? And I know they were like cut short for coronavirus, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But I really enjoyed Scar- the WandaVision for like the conflict, the internal conflict, like the, the grieving. What a great concept. Perfect timing. We're all feeling horrible. Let's do it. <laughs> And then they came out with um, Falcon Wear Soldier, and it was just like the worst. Or how did you guys feel about that one? Uh, I was probably the most hot on it until about three or four episodes in when I started realizing like, oh, this is actually going to not end very well. Yeah, it's it's definitely the weakest of the three. Um, the more I think about it, the less I like it, if I'm being honest. But like, yeah, I, the thing, but the, like, I do think that show is important for what it did for Captain America. I think, like, and making him a black character. I think that's awesome. Uh, everything well, else was. around it is not very good, though. What he already say? was like Cap. Made like the series was just like Captain America. Steve Rogers was like, "You're Captain America," and he's like, "Word." And then they had to make a whole series where he's like, "But I don't know. I'm just kidding. I'm Captain America." You're like, oh, but why was that? You know. Yeah, I can kind of see where you're where you're coming from. Although I I do appreciate the story that they were at least attempting to tell with the Sam Wilson stuff and and Isaiah Bradley. I was actually really into that sort of thing. It was the other stuff with certainly with Sharon. Um, there was a lot of a lot of oh that, that stuff that I was just flag smashers not, ended up being no, flag bad. smashers yeah. all sucked. I I just oh go ahead. No no you go always you always go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I I just think that um. I wanted the show, even when they announced it and it was Falcon and Winter Soldier, I wanted the show to just be Bucky helping Sam through his entry into being Captain America in, a, in an America that's not crazy about a black person doing it. Yeah. That's all I wanted the show to really do. And the show does good things towards that, but it doesn't execute that 
fully yeah. or yeah. well. And then everything else that it decided to fill the show with is okay too bad. Yeah. Like, but yeah, it was, it was more of like the winter soldier. He really, they really got him going and his little storyline was really interesting and like wrapped up in a bow. And to your point with the Isaiah Bradley stuff, it was great and super important. And I guess this is just me, but like, it seems so small and inconsequential. Mm. Like, like, there's there's Guardians of the Galaxy. Everyone knows there's a Thanos. Everyone knows there's Infinity Stones. And Isaiah Bradley's like, oh man, the Korean War. And you're like, the Korean War? Yeah. Like, oh my God, who the hell cares? Like, what are you talking? I'm sorry, dude. But like, there's there's the world got so big so fast. And they're like, shoop, we're in uh, we're in Baltimore. And I'm like, what Baltimore? Yeah, what yeah that was about? that was something we talked about. The the thing with the flag smashers being in a post uh snap world i will never call it the blip um a post snap ah. world and a, a post a five-year world with, with um john walker and all that representing like the pushback against that they don't do really anything good with it they just kind of try to wrap up the idea like oh we're never going to address the fact that five years have passed and half the population came back suddenly we're we're good they they we have they half asked their 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 idea yeah yeah, it was a story that was like, oh gosh, it was a story that this is kind of the same problem with um, the the um, the Black Widow movie, where it's like a story that was super important to tell, but they completely did it out of order. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this, this should have been before in infi- the Infinity War. Like yeah, this yeah. series, it should it, have been in the Captain Marvel spot. Yeah. Yes, it fits so well right there. Things are still small. Things you know, things are really confusing. It's important, but this is this is something that I've been noticing more and more, especially with like I think nerd media in general. But um, I was just catching up on Batwoman um, in the background, and they did they had like two episodes dedicated to we're going to address racist cops in Gotham, and I'm like, oh, cool. We've been following black characters the whole time, mm-hmm. and this hasn't been addressed. And one of them is a cop. Um, neat and it's one of those things where like the conversation seems to be happening not that this shouldn't be done but like the conversation is happening internally and i think the problem in falcon and winter soldier the problem with isaiah the problem with sam battling with the concept of america not embracing a black captain america is that that's all happening to our main characters and they're talking about it but it's not happening in the country we're not seeing the country go yeah we're for a black Captain America or no, we're not for a black Captain America. They're not finding out about Isaiah and we're not seeing that happen. And it's not a conversation piece where it's affecting the world. Yeah. And I think that's the reason why it doesn't feel like it's impactful and meaningful and on the scale that it's supposed to be with everything else in the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. And they did, they did us agent dirty too. I thought they like, they railroaded that guy in the context of the story. They just took such an interesting approach because like he's a normal guy and then the, then like he's clearly got some issues and he turns evil but then he's like immediately redeemed and then he's made the redemption part bug it's the well, redemption that's, that's yeah. the, the problem is that because like they're a TV show thinking like a, a long form film rather than thinking like a TV show so something that should have taken the time yes. he goes yeah. from like 0 to 60 yeah yeah well that's, even that's, even within the context of the writing and I don't want to like nitpick, but I just like, I, I find it fascinating. You know, I like all of it. Don't get me wrong, but just, so you have Sam Wilson and he, he like, he's his, if you had to describe Sam Wilson, you'd be like, oh, he's a soldier that works 
with he's he works with therapy for PTSD and soldiers. Mm-hmm. And then you have John, then you have US agent, it's John Walker, right? Like mm-hmm. um, yeah. he comes in and he is damaged goods. Like he walks through the door and you're like, that dude needs some help. And Sam Wilson's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if help you. I mean, I'm gonna talk to this terrorist chick, but uh, oh that dude pacing back and forth slapping himself, muttering under his breath, hey, he seems fine. Not, I, I don't need to talk to him. I'll yell. I'll yell at him. Yeah, they completely forgot. Talk down the terrorist. You're like, oh my god, you you like screwed up Sam Wilson's character too. Like you you really underwrote him when he really could have had some really nice moments. The they stuff they definitely Bucky, forgot yeah. the the fact that when we first are introduced to the character, he's working at the VA helping people with PTSD. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. And like this is this is part of the problem that I have with that that section. We talked about this when we we were talking about the show where uh, he has that line where Bucky confesses to him like, "If Steve's wrong about you, then he's wrong about me." And Sam's response to that is, "How about we just get this job done and then we never talk to each other ever again?" And I'm like, yeah. "Cool, that's Sam's response. That's not the Sam Wilson." Or like when Sam was in therapy with the therapist and they're arguing with each other. You're like, yeah. what? Where did the Sam Wilson come from? Like, what do you like? What happened to this? Yeah. Yes. Like, they really did these characters, yeah, horrible, horrible. And it made me sad that they had an agenda that they pushed the characters into instead of taking these characters and putting them in the conflicts that they wanted and seeing how that would unfold. It's like two different writing styles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, it, it's really it's really the they lined they lined up the plot. And they said we got to hit all these beats, and they didn't allow the characters to go on that journey. Uh, they just forced them into those beats. You, you having just said this has made me realize. Like, it, I think this is true of all the shows. It's too early to say with what if, but of Loki, Falcon, and Winter Soldier, and and WandaVision, I would stand by this. They're all they all seem to be driven by narrative first and character second, which is weird because the movies tend to be driven by character first. Yeah, yeah. And we are so far in with these characters. You can't get away with that because we know we know all of them. We all right. know so well, and not like not even a, in a fandom way of there was one movie and like and I read the fan fiction and I read all the extended universe books. No, no, no! You gave us like thirty movies. Yeah, <laughs> like so much canon content to like really, really focus in on this stuff. We've met these characters. We've spent time with these characters. We know these characters, even the ones that we don't get a lot of in the movies. Winter Soldier, uh, Scarlet Witch, even, I would even argue, um, to much less extent than Winter Soldier, um, who's been a prop for th- for like 10 years. Yeah. Um, really not that much. Honestly, they're pretty comparable. Like yeah, actual fair. character stuff for them, not them serving someone else's mm-hmm. story. It's about the same. Yeah. Uh, and, and we just kind of, we're, we're we're on these journey we're on this journey like they know marvel knows that we're here for these characters where they they are very aware of the fact that the reason why we keep coming back to the mcu is because if we find it character driven and to just kind of be like okay these shows are going to be plot driven mm-hmm. is a sh- strange Cause it's all because it's all decision they do feel like in many ways they are the story serving to tell the story so that you know what's happening with the characters in the films yeah yeah and yeah. and like the problem with all these shows, I think like specifically for WandaVision, um, like at first it doesn't seem like your traditional MCU show, right? Like, like the first three episodes are just like, re- like cool, like, you know, 50s, 60s, like old school TV stuff. And then that, then the Marvel episode happens. And that's where a lot of people turned on the show, whether they thought that was too much information or, or there's exactly what we needed. I thought it was 
I thought it was good at the time. Uh, I still think that that fourth episode, I think, is just over the shield. The shield episode, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the last two are where the show loses me. Yeah, for me, it's honestly, it's just the finale. It's 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 like the finale of both shows had just have some real bummers, and it's like it's they had the cool idea, but then like, oh right, we're still the MCU. We got to do the MCU stuff, and that's where it really suffers. Well, and I think the other thing, the reason why the finales bum us out is because the problems that we were having earlier in the episodes we were like well by the end they'll do this they'll fix it by the end or it should be addressed like we should see this come to fruition and then we didn't yeah so it is like flaws in the earlier episode but in the sense like they were waiting for the finale to pay them off and they did not yeah should should these be movies i don't think wandavision needed to be a movie could you cut the fat? Okay, and make them movies. I'm curious. Fal- Falcon and Winter Soldier movies. clearly should have been. Oh, you yeah, can absolutely yeah. at, do it with that one. Yeah, yeah. WandaVision. Yeah, I'm. I'm on the. I'm on the one where I didn't like the Shield episodes. I like almost want it to be like full Lost, where like even at the end, I'm like, what happened? The outside. The, yeah. Who was the weird, uh, and, Like just never know. Yeah, like the David Lynch fan in me was hoping WandaVision would just stay weird the whole way through, but unfortunately, like it, you just can't do that with these biggest shows. You my, just can't be that weird. My biggest. Oh, you're problem right. With... I hate that you say that because you're right. Yeah. <laughs> my biggest problem with with WandaVision was uh, to answer your question. I don't think WandaVision needs to be needs to be a movie. I do think Falcon Winter Soldier does. I think WandaVision um, has to be a show. Yeah. The yeah. last in two in episodes. The last two episodes of WandaVision are where they lose me because we don't. Because all of a sudden we're. The writing fails both Agatha and Wanda mm-hmm. in that episode. Oh, yeah. And then it and fails Vision. everyone else. Let's be honest, a little bit Vision, too. Uh, I think Vision com- probably comes out the strongest of the <laughs> of the principal cast. He's got that one line in, that everyone likes. No, not not just not just uh not just that. I'm just because of how much they just how much I feel cold by by how they did Monica, the twins, oh yeah, um uh, Agatha, Wanda, I what visions ending was such a non-issue to me where it was just like ship of there's there's a there's now there now there's a vision out there who probably has the same memories i'm like sure that's honestly all i needed everyone else you needed to have done the legwork and you didn't you yeah. botched it jimmy Woo. yeah yeah um it just turned into like a big like hey let's shoot magical beams at each other at the end honestly of the that's most how- the most egregious one was agatha because by the end of the show i was left asking why did Agatha want the chaos magic? I'll tell you why. Uh, watch Doctor Strange 2. Oh, that's a, oh well. There you go. Perfect. I don't know. I, that should just be a bumper <laughs> sticker. Like what's that? Uh, what's that? Clerks the animated series where it's like anything in Star Wars, just like oh the Force did it. It's like that's your answer for everything. Yeah. yeah. Now, until Doctor Strange 2 comes out, like hold, just wait till Doctor. You're confused. Just wait till Doctor Strange wait 2. Wait for the deuce. Wait for the deuce. Wait till Doctor. But if Agatha's not in Doctor Strange 2, we're going to have some words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you she's not. I, I didn't like her punishment either. That made that freaked me out. It's awful. Like, yeah. I'm going to do the same thing. Wanda's really mean. Yeah, like, Wanda... She didn't also... do anything. Like, Agatha didn't do anything. I don't even know what right. was... She didn't kidnap her kids. Her, those, are they, what were they? I don't even know what they were. Did They're... she? What were... They were manifestations of an idea? Like, what is this, Inception? No, she's just like strong enough. She can just like create life. Well, yeah, that, I mean, that well, was well, things, dear like, Lord, real. We're, then we're all really screwed if she can like just be like, yeah. That, I, just I mean, her. that's the thing with the character in the comics. Like, she's so powerful, they don't know what to do with her, so they just handicap her. That's why, like, yeah. I that wish they would have done that with Captain Marvel. Nah, she's got ships to blow up. Boom, 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 boom. I, I'm I'm waiting. For, I, I mean, I guess they did they, they did do that with Scarlet Witch. They like, but they actually did it in a very interesting way. 
They're like, we need to get rid of her for this chunk of time. So she's like in a traumatic zone by herself. Like that's actually, wow, I'm actually yeah. impressed now. That's really smart. We really the turned you around some, on the, the show. show. Has some good stuff. That's I why I want to talk to people. My my opinion changes with new information. <laughs> I, I I think WandaVision. I I think Loki is the strongest personally. Yeah, of, of the three live action shows, uh, WandaVision is is second, uh, and then Falcon Winter Soldier's off the cliff. I think it's benefited by the fact that it had the clearest and cleanest vision of what it wanted to do, and it only has a single character who we know previously, and even then he's in a new context. Yep. Yeah. He actually didn't even know him. Well, we right. kind of do because he's like the, a version that we don't really get to know. Like he, a version that started way back. Yeah, we know we know two movies instead of like ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I have, I have like a whole. I don't want to get into it because like I want to move on to Loki. <laughs> I have like a whole list of just I love stuff it. That frustrated me from from Winter Soldier. So I'll just go through them really quick. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. Go for it. Okay, Winter Soldier can jump out of a plane but can't get run over by a truck. What is that? <laughs> like, like Super Soldier powers just fluctuate from what they need. Like, yeah, he true. jumped out of a plane and just hit the ground through trees. That's true. And then he was going to get run over by a truck and the Falcon's like, oh no! And he's like, oh no! And I was like, well, what? No, he's He's he just, fine. He just cares about his friend a lot. Airplanes right? are like like six hundred miles an hour. Like it's not <laughs> like he is fine. And he was like holding on with his wrong arm. It was just this like forced drama. It's where they don't know what they're writing anymore. Um, sell your boat or really don't. Good point. I didn't think about I have that. Sell your boat or don't. Dear Lord, you're snapped out of existence. Get some perspective. <laughs> sell your like, boat already. The third time, his sister was like, "I'm going to sell it. I'm not. I'm going to sell it." I was like, "Oh my god." Who the hell cares? Like, um, because because you said that little bit about like uh, you were snapped out of existence, get some perspective. I think that brings up a really good point of like why the the race thing struggles to work so well. There's no way <laughs> five years past half the population comes back and everybody's as concerned about race as they were five years ago. It's changed. Um, and like you want to be the parallel to the conversations that are happening to the real world. Totally get it. You should. Um, they really shot themselves in the foot but with the snap. The, it's the, it's oh, yeah. talk, it, it all honestly, Falcon Winter Soldier is seriously impacted by the snap more so than any of the shows we've seen so far. Um, because they, because of the one decision to not go back in time and fix everything. Mm -hmm. They decided that to we were, keep Tony's daughter just alive. Just to keep Tony's daughter alive. Damn. We kept the idea that okay. five years still passes and 50% of the population comes back, 50% of the universe. Uh, so, yeah, perspective. Um, and the MCU, Falcon Winter Soldier, the writer of that, of that show, Kevin Feige, whoever, whoever's decision that was, decided everything came back exactly the way it was. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Except for the refugees. Except for the refugees. But you can't have it both ways. Yeah, yeah you, you need to address have it. that storyline. Yeah, if everything came back and it was fine, then it would be like, like, because uh, Spider Man Far From Home kind of did that, where it was like, right. oh, but it's fine, but kind of weird, and we're just kind of figuring it out. And so then we can have this cool extra adventure. Yeah, like that one kid in the very beginning of the movie goes, yeah, my younger brother is now my older brother, because yeah. everyone came back the same way they yeah. did when they were snapped. And you're, 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 you laugh about right. it confusing but like not these giant geopolitical yeah but if you're doing a show where you're doing a, a geopolitical show where you have a government like body I, built for I it i didn't expect spider-man 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 far from home to 
touch on the to touch on the snap that much yeah. to 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 go into the more political side of it. What's the what's it called expected, the GRC or something? Yeah, I expected Whoa. Falcon yeah. and Winter Soldier to do it, and yeah. they they do it in a way where they're trying to have their cake and eat it too, and they don't <laughs> succeed at either. The the speech that Sam gives at the end. Oh like, God! Well, how 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 are you going to fix it? And he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, ah, I, I, I get why you say it that way, but I'm like, is that the answer to the whole show is you don't know? Dear, dear, dear Sam, you are not Jean-Luc Picard. You cannot save this with some speech at the end. Like, <laughs> you, you, you can only fight. You can only – and also, oh, gosh, I have it in here too, but, like, when you had to save all those senators, I was like, I don't know. Let them die. I was just sitting there, like, there's, like, a Brinks truck full of senators. I was like, I don't know who these people are. Everyone seems to hate them. Ah, it's fine. Like <laughs> – all right, the, the villain will save him. Don't a worry. A Brinks truck uh, were the senators. Well, it was. They like put him in this like this armored car and just was. was throwing them around. I was like, that's fine. I could die. Like, if they came back or like all the senators died, they'd be like, oh well, you know, what can you do? Like I wouldn't. That wouldn't have rocked my world. There's right. always more senators. Elect more. Yeah. Well, that's why yeah. you know we were watching the show and we're like, it would mean a lot if Sam took up the mantle of like fighting for these refugees. Yeah. yeah. Like inspired by. The flag smashers and going. I someone needs to stand up for these people, and he becomes a Captain America for the world. That's what I thought it and was going to be. They just don't really pivot onto that hard enough. No. Um, but I think like this is something the MCU and I'm Falcon and Winter Soldier pushed me in this direction, but I'm more and more convinced this is what we're going to see is that the snap is just not never going to be paid off the way it needs to be, mm -hmm. which makes me go like, you shouldn't have done it, like because they're like it's it's interesting because it means that there were consequences and things are different. And I'm but, like, that's cool, but, but it's not cool if we don't pay them off. And the thing I was specifically thinking of uh, because of news this week about Black Black Panther two with Riri Williams is I'm like, oh, I bet they're just going to pick up the thread about Wakanda doing outreach programs. Yeah. Uh, like nothing else happened Absolutely. in the rest of the world. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm like, of all the stories, like Wakanda should have more to do with what did they do to help everybody else, especially because they had just started outreach a few years before. Yeah. I, I totally, here's the thing. I don't blame the Russo brothers for deciding to, to be like, we want our film to keep the consequences of infinity war. So it we keep worked, the snap. It works for end game. It works in end game. And I'm okay with that. But the, the thing with this kind of kind of long running narrative of the MCU is that those consequences do need to be addressed sometime down the line. Mm -hmm. If you are in fact doing serialized uh, uh, storytelling, uh, story yeah. I'm just I'm just not convinced. You need the five year gap for the consequences. I your consequences. You lost Black Widow and you lost Tony Stark. Yeah, a so year ago, true. I interesting, I, interesting. I, yeah. A year ago, I would have said no. I still think they will. But now that I know that like this entire phase is all multiverse stuff. They're definitely not going to worry about the small stuff when they're well, doing multiverse stuff. Well, it's not because that's the other thing. That's the other thing. That's the Mike. The big thing that confuses me about the MCU TV shows is that we have clearly set up two major plot lines for the MCU in Phase Four. The idea of of whatever the hell's going on with uh, Contessa von Nessa, bloody blah, 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 blah Thunderbolts, Dark Avengers, yeah, uh, yeah. whatever's going on there, like, and blah, blah 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 blah. Is that an yeah. X Men? Uh, what we've set up what's going on with Val and we've set up what's going on with the multi and they're doing that they're, like that's going like, yeah. like at first when I saw her with USH I was like oh we'll see what that is and then when she showed up at a Black Widow I was like oh my god I was like okay yeah like he's the so, that, so we're not so the thing is we're not going so we're not going all in on the multiverse we're going half in on the multiverse we're going half in on whatever's happening with Val so I don't know where films like Shang-Chi's fits in where films like the Marvels fits in I get Eternals, kind of. I, after reading reviews, I now know where Shang Chi lies. Oh, great! 
It's multiverse. <laughs> is it? I don't want it there. I don't want it there as much as I, I want it on Spider-Man. I, I, no spoilers. Like I don't know. I just know that there is multiverse stuff involved, but it's not as big as you think. Listen, I mean, we all didn't think Heath Leather Ledger was going to be a good Joker, so I'm very right? tentative. Hey, the, the, every new decision, I'm always shocked. Anything could be good. Yeah, I, I slowly put my my foot in that hot tub. It's a little, it's a little hot, but I'll put it in there <laughs> I, slowly. I'm still excited for Shang Chi. I'm even still excited for all the shows that are coming out because I do I'm think not, that. Well, I'm oh, not. I'm, I'm I'm in such homework mode now. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, some pulse. Like, I need something to pull out. You know, that's where I was like after Far From Home. Yeah. Oh yeah, Far From Home was like one of the best movie going experiences ever for me really? but it's like it, it personally like i went alone it had been out for a while so like no one was in the theaters and i remember i got like a popcorn and like and um peanut and m&ms and i poured it in the popcorn because oh, i'm like yeah. this is how you do it and i just sat and i just grinned from ear to ear because they were like such awkward kids and it was <laughs> so and like i didn't watch any of the trailers so i like when like when he gives over the glasses and Jake Gyllenhaal's like, that wasn't so hard. I yeah. was like, what? I love it. <laughs> You're going to be kidding me. Like, yeah, I'm with you. And then after that, it's just been. Well, after after Far From Home, because it was the double the double header of Endgame and Far From Home, back, like two months, I think. Yeah. Um, I was so burnt out of the MCU. I was like, I'm done. We had just done an entire marathon. Uh, I just Oof. went to see Endgame a couple times. I saw love Far it. From Home and I'm like. I think I'm okay. And then pandemic. And, and then and we were looking at down the barrel of Black Widow coming out in six months. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm one year. One year. Was oh, it right. year? It was one year. It yeah. was a one year break. However, however long it was it, it was meant to be. Um, I was just like, I'm I don't know how I'm gonna feel once Black Widow rolls around. And then the pandemic happened and we had a year with no MCU content at all. And I was like, Cool, I'm back in. Let's do this. So I'm you're I like, kinda, you were like I, a comic book. Oh, where uh, right. what, I I feel, what is this? And WandaVision was the perfect like palate cleanser of something different now when it when it yeah, started. Anyway. Yeah. And Especially I was like, okay, started, I'm yeah. I'm in. I'm I'm back in. So and I do think with the shows, the there is going to be some trial and error because this is Marvel Studios first attempt at TV. Um so Jeez, I, I hope that they'll that they'll kind of realize that their approach to making shows needs to change and evolve as they go along and we'll start seeing see them getting better. Yeah. But I'm concerned that maybe we won't. Yeah. I like the long form form long form format. I, I was enjoying getting kind of more content and like kind of seeing more of the characters. It was just so like sloppily done because then I watched Black Widow and I was like, I want more of this. Like I want more <laughs> dinner table scenes. I want to know yeah. more about you know, the dad and the mom, they're so interesting in the background because it right. felt like, like when they were at the last fight scene, I was like, no. And I kind of thought to myself, like, are we, is this it? Is this the, <laughs> is this the boss layer? Oh my God. Okay. Oh, layer. all right. Here we are. Let's go. Pheromones. You were going to say yeah. Um, yeah, I, it, I'm not encouraged by like, um, Kate Heron. Is that the director for showrunner for Loki? Uh, the yeah. director for Loki. Yeah. yeah. Um, talking about like, yeah, we envisioned it when we were making it. We just envisioned it and produced it and filmed it and did everything as a long film. Um, and I'm like, that's you got to change that mentality. Mm -hmm. They were talking about, even when Feige um, introduced the idea of these TV shows, he talked about them like they're just going to be six hour long movies. But TV shows aren't movies. Loki didn't feel like a six hour long movie though. It felt like it was properly split up. It I did, felt that it way. It did, yeah. but it, I, I think like 
it's the mentality and loki suffers from the, the from this the least admittedly but i think that it's just the mentality coming from marvel studios that these things outside of what if which is being treated very episodic these things are still being treated with like mcu brain in mind so that's why like falcon where soldier just feels like a long marvel movie but with uh more filler and let and the same amount of substance as i would get out of an mcu just movie. stretched out yeah. um just really stretched yeah. out and not More landing filler. because it's so sloppily executed and so they're not thinking of it in a way where like this is a television show where we can sit and spend those moments with the characters as much they are happening but they're not happening as much as they should yeah, mm-hmm. somebody, the... yeah someone needs to send them a, like a the box set of uh breaking bad like here watch there this yeah the, the the idea of like approaching these 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 things as six, as six hour long movies and constantly being like only six hours right that's our max yeah and like i would be okay with the idea of having a longer form thing like for falcon Witch soldier where where i think it struggles the most if the villains we were getting were far better yeah mm-hmm. but the the idea of going like we're going to do one division in 10 30 minute episodes or nine or however many it was we're going to do falcon Witch soldier and the villains are still about as weak as a phase one yeah. or in a phase or not or, or like a ronin or a, or a obadiah stain even and we're, we're still getting that with the longer Tony. format i don't yeah right how we're how we're still at this place where the villains are the villains should be the ones who are benefiting more from the from the longer format but they're the ones who are not yeah mm-hmm. and loki loki is an interesting situation because we kind of don't really meet the real villain until the show it's honestly it's kind of the same thing that wandavision does in a way but it just executes it way better <laughs> I would yes it. right yeah right they kind of yeah they do execute better maybe they knew maybe like wait a minute um all right uh, my list I, i'm glad that branched out so well wait wait wait. Uh, ben, ben finally ben, has something ben to say has something to say oh, ben what do you have to say no, I was gonna say, um, when when we see the the one at the end of the one, he who remains, Kang, yes. essentially at the end of Loki, I thought that was a much better reveal, and I was like, I was more interested than the two episodes that we got with Agatha. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong, when and when it's revealed, and of course that stupid song yeah. song got stuck in my head for weeks on end, that it was Agatha all along. I was like, cool, but as the episodes dragged out, I'm like, yeah, you're right. Oh man, you're so right. The, her reveal was epic, and then yeah, the next episode. Her, she- I don't know. I'm a witch. I don't know. Yeah, her first, the <laughs> oh, second wow. that it was like, it's Agatha and Agatha Harkness. I'm like, yes, because Ryan was like yeah. hyping her up for me the whole time. And then two episodes, we have two episodes left. It's like, it was like, hey, meow. and then she's just like, yeah, I'm a witch lady. I'm a witch lady. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah, glad exactly. she's not dead. I'm, like, I'm, I'm glad she's not dead. So we get to see her again because, I mean, damn, she's great. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, where we got like, it was a 10 minute long dialogue heavy scene at the end of Loki. 10, but, man. It's like a whole episode. It's like 10, 15, or 13 minutes long. But it's buddy, like. It's 45 minutes. No, I'm talking about the monologue scene. Yeah. He's, he's like in that whole episode. It's like the whole episode. That's the whole episode. It's, the whole, it's a Jonathan Majors episode. I, either way. Loki and Sylvie talk maybe three times. Either way, the point <laughs> I'm trying to get is that that one episode, that one scene, it's like, we're getting some good shit here. We're getting some good stuff. That's I would much prefer something like that compared to the two episodes that we got with Agatha. Well, the, oh yeah, the, the two episodes of Agatha. One of them was also a Wanda origin like centric thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. like it wasn't even about her as but, much. But with with Agatha, the struggle that I have with Agatha, um, and she is she is the one that hurts the most because I think her build up was so well done. Yeah. Um, and then it just kind of fizzles out into nothing. 
Um, she's just like jealous of her. She, yeah, but I don't understand. I don't understand her motivation because we see her. We see the setup of her motivation in the flashback sequence, which I think is impressive. Yeah, and then it's. I think she. What just, is she? What is she doing? I. I, I like she from, wants power. I think yeah, it's just like late. It's just lame villain shit. It's just lame villain shit. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. She's yeah. like, you're too powerful. How do I get this? She frustrates me. Yeah. I guess, I guess the best maybe the best villain should. I think I think maybe we're 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 spoiled with like going on 15 years of like villain backstories. Like we don't know like oh they're just bad, they're just the bad guys. You know, yeah, like when we were growing up, it's like that's the bad guy, and then there was yeah. like, no, Maleficent has this backstory. Everyone, look, <laughs> she was kind of. I will defend those movies. Yeah, sir. no, I'm not. I'm not putting it down so much as I'm saying we're coming off like our brains are like, oh, but what was her? And yeah, maybe yeah. sometimes people are just like, yeah, sometimes you meet people and they just kind of suck, and you well, really want it to be true. because of some reason or something, and you're like, no, you're just I. Mm, yeah, you're you're just gonna be like that, aren't you? And I have we have to deal with that. But that's that's where I think it stands out. Where you get a lot of like prestige dramas that are doing that better. Like they can still just be well, they're just a shitty person. But like the character is more engaging and interesting, and you you still see like, oh, but this is why you don't need to know like why are you a shitty person, but you know why they're doing what they're doing moment mm -hmm. to moment. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and yeah. these these MCU shows have not perfected that art at every corner. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then you have someone you know like Kang, and then, you know I do love I love that last episode. Um, I and I and I get why people are frustrated with it. Um, but like I just I I love the comics, and I know like Jonathan Majors is a great actor, and I just like I see his performance, and I'm like, oh man, he's gonna give us this like multiple times over the next couple of years. Like that's really exciting to me. Uh, and I do think it was a good Wizard of Oz, Wizard of Oz reveal mm -hmm. um, that did pay off. Uh, I like Loki quite a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah, it is too. I keep okay. trying to, I keep trying to pick which one is my favorite because obviously Falcon and War Soldier is like the last, oh, is like easy, the Loki. least. But because I, mean, I love the beginning of Wandavision, sure, I absolutely love everything from episodes one to four. I think it's awesome of how different it is. Yeah. Every, I, people were coming to me where it's like, man, what's the deal with the show? How come it looks like a sitcom? Like, just wait. Trust he me. Really likes telling the story. I do. It's it's you know I'm not, I'm not anecdotes. Yeah, and then of course we get episode four. It's like awesome. This is the good shit. This is and then it kind of just falters. Whereas with Loki, I we get this. There are times where it's for Loki. I still enjoy it, but there are times I was a little meh. But as it kept going, I'm like, no, I want to see how this ends. I want to see how this keeps going. Like yeah, WandaVision. I yeah, WandaVision was like when they kept going back to the Marvel stuff because it was like they would go back to these like the gray the gray rooms and the the mm -hmm. war room and them all. It, it's like if you watched Harry Potter and then every, you know, 10 minutes, they're like, what are the Dursleys doing? You're like, why are they? <laughs> like, I don't, we, were, we were just at Hogwarts. No, they're making a sandwich. They're, they're <laughs> at Harry. And I don't necessarily agree to work. That. And then we go right back to Hogwarts. We're like, oh my God, this is awesome. And yeah. then they're like, well, 10 minutes is up. Let's go back to Dudley. He's in high school. And he's, you know, like, no, I know. Stop it. Stop it. Like, stop that. I, like, I only, I, I will only agree with that with, with the, uh, the, the director of, of sword at the end there, who all of a sudden went off the deep end and decided he was going to shoot two children. Oh, hell yeah. Completely oh, yeah. out of character from the person we've seen so far. Yeah. Yeah. The, and like that dude had terrible motivations. Yeah. There's the, there's this, like the inkling of just the mystery being, the government or the bureaucracy is 
the thing that's evil. Like in all of them, like that's in all of them, that's the thing. Like, yeah. like in the sword was just evil and backwards, and then so was US oh, agent. And then yeah, so that's was, a really good point. And then so was um the time bureau. DEA, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, and I realized that I was like, okay, so what are we is that where we are? Like in the overall, is that what we're yeah, I guess I mean, right now I guess faith in the government infrastructure is at an all-time low, but then they just they mud yeah, they muddied it up. Yeah. And they're not they're not the writers that they get specifically, or they're being told by someone are not i don't know who to put the blame on and i don't want to just name some people um they're being told to go as far as they seem to want to yeah or they're just not capable of going as far as they should yeah well they're in this like really interesting middle ground you're right where there's just nothing like you gotta either keep going or you gotta yank it way back but this yeah. like you know you gotta go out past the break or not um sharon carter sucks and is pointless oh, oh awful yeah, oh, write no. that character out yeah man what a what a Shame for that character. Worst, when, worst post credit scene. The post credit worst post credit scene because it made me de interested in what came after. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, nope, th- no, thank you. Um, when she walks out, it was like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I if Got I them. see you again, I'm gonna be really upset. And again, like, unless she's like a scroll or or something, then like. Even again, you like we're waiting for the next thing to pay off this shitty thing. Like, there's just no redeeming this character think, unless she's. A I scroll, think they're going right? to make her a scroll, yeah. but I don't think that was the plan. I, I think <laughs> that the backlash on that was oh. so bad. Yeah. What? Like, what, yeah, what a get out of jail free card! What a get out of jail free card! Nah, that's a scroll. Nah, yeah. That, nah, that's a scroll. <laughs> because in the moment, in the moment when we're watching it, it will be cool. But that's just them going like, no, yeah, we know we messed up and we're trying to fix it. Right. She's but so, they'll say it was the plan all along. It was the plan all she's along. She's so awful. She she detracts from the show every single time she shows up. I don't understand why she's in it at all. She serves no purpose. And that that I her reveal I'll, falls flat. Her reveal falls terribly flat. And I'll, I'll just say I'll, I'll say it again. Just when I saw it, I was like, whatever thing you're gonna show up in next, I am no longer interested in that thing. Yeah. Uh, like the, the Comic Con in BFE Tennessee, that's where that's it. It's <laughs> gonna be like I was Sharon Carter. Oh, okay. we know we know Captain America Four is happening. Um, yeah, like, yeah. I pray, I pray to the Marvel Lords that Sharon Carter has nothing to do with that movie. Because <laughs> like, if she's like a main antagonist in that movie, I'm like, oh wow, that's awful. This is gonna be awful. Come on. There, there's really a vacuum of fun. Of they like have no idea how to write that character who shows up with the gear, like yeah, and she always just shows up with the gear and it's the worst. Like she's not fun at all. Like even in um, even in Black Widow, that guy shows up. I'm like, and they're like having banter. I guess yeah. like who oh, is this? They oh, never say his. They never say his name. You mean agent who never has, they they. Natasha never says his name. We don't know this guy. He has a poster. He has a poster. Yeah, in, a, a poster. in our movie theater, that dude still has a poster. And he doesn't have a name on that poster. Yeah, that's what I was like. He's like, I got you this camper. Hey, like, what? I got you. I got you. Hey. I'm not Taskmaster. Yeah. Oh God. Um, did you did you like Loki? Because like like overall on the internet, like Loki is the one that's perceived like best by you know by everyone. Like, did, I... you, did you like that one the more? I liked Loki, and I the the, the problems I'm putting doing air quotes because I don't really have problems so much as like questions, and I kept I kept turning to my wife, being like, "Is this just really poorly written? 
or is this just a sci-fi framework that they're just using to hang a story on? Could because, be both. Yeah, because like, <clears throat> I mean, if we let's just we'll just get into Loki then. Here we are. Um, Hi, welcome. The welcome to, Loki. welcome to Loki, everybody. Like, okay, so first, you know, things are happening really interesting, and when they reveal, like, oh hey, I'm Owen Wilson, and we're pruning the the timeline. Like, so they're so <clears throat> if they're pruning a single timeline, and this is with like that those first episodes, not knowing what's going on. Yeah, there should there you you can't have an alligator Loki. That makes no sense. Like. How far did the timeline breach to get to the alligator Loki? Like every Loki should just be Loki who made like the wrong salad. Like every it should always be Tom Hiddleston so, just doing something weird. Like there's no ogre Loki. Like how yeah, do you yeah, get yeah. that? Well, if I mean the, the timeline. The divergent, the, the, the point of divergence could be he just decided to turn into an alligator. And they were like, No, no. because his nexus point they said his nexus point was he ate, he ate the wrong neighbor's cat. Okay. So, so the so, writer so, is this like so yes yes so I'm like really confused I'm like this makes no sense time I got a comic, book. I got a comic book thing for you but, but yeah. then when well, it was when they revealed it was like oh we quelled a whole multiverse then I was like oh that makes sense under the guise of Nexus events yeah then so like, the so the writer had a really interesting thing to say that made me very upset it's not in the show. Um, because as we always say, if it's not written in the text, it's not canon. Um, but the writer, well, you, you know, we said as we always say, it's my quote. Of the I don't said, think you've ever said that. Your that your arms. Isn't that like that's we just... have had a discussion? We had a whole discussion about this. I heard uh, Ben says it all the Ben says it every day. You guys don't he, every day. That's his thing. Tattooed on his chest. You're right. I'm next so to right. Stephen King. Me it's yeah. backwards too, memento style, so he can read it <laughs> here. It's to say, it's to say that, um, it, you know, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely could say all they want that that Captain America doesn't doesn't make an alternate timeline, but the film says it does. So shut up. Um, but anyway, so the writer said that the only timelines that they get pruned because if you in his eyes, if you zoom in on the timeline and the and the and the thing. There's little there's little timelines. There's other timelines running concurrently. And if you and if a timeline is going to make an evil version of Kang, it gets pruned. Mm. And that's how the, that's how they get pruned. So a timeline can exist, which is how like which is how like people can go on with their lives, which is how like um uh Richard E. Grant could just be like, I lived on a planet until leaving the, I mean. yeah, like how leaving the planet. Yeah, like he him leaving the planet puts the timeline to make an evil version of Kang. So they prune that. Okay, yeah. And I, okay. I kind of wish that was in the show. That was like yeah, because the, the show the show definitely do. runs with the idea that like we are making one sacred timeline yeah. that only one string can exist. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. there's like only one king. Cause cause it, then it all kind of made sense once he showed up and was like, listen, this is what we're doing. And so I, I reasoned it more as if these were all leftovers from the multiverse war. The original multiverse war, like you get cut, you get cut, you get cut, you get cut, you get cut. That's a good because, point. I didn't think about that either. Because because we because when you things that I forget, and I think one forgets when they're watching a time travel based show, is that there is no time. Everything happens at once. So so like they could have all been on that plant in the plant, I'll just say planet, but like after you get 
stabbed and you disintegrate <laughs> instantaneously. Like they weren't there for millions of years. Like Rich, you know, that one Loki that was around for thousands of years, he like a timeline can be thousands of years, but I can be like, but I'm out of time. So blunk. Yeah. Like so when they're at the castle, that's that's happening all the time and none of the time. Right. So yeah. when yes. So when people were lining up the I, I hated this too. When people were lining up the Scarlet Witch, yeah, uh, yeah, and and like him not realizing what's going to happen, I was like, no, that did not happen at the same time. Everything's happening at the same time. They're not in time. There is no time there. Uh, uh, quote you, see Doctor Strange one. I bring time to your universe. <laughs> time is a lake. Yeah, there is no. So I I saw that as, and my interpretation was, Sylvie showing up to kill him has happened infinite times and will always happen infinite times. That's the plan. He's like, she shows up. I make a little speech. She stabs me. Another Kang. There's a multiverse world. Another uh, Kang shows up. Here we are. She shows up. That's just because it's out of time. That's, that's the thing. Well, that's what he says in the episode. He talks about, um, you know, no matter what this road ends with me, with me sitting here at this desk talking to you. And so then I found it fascinating that, but the only difference now that Loki was there, he even says like, oh, Loki, you are a flea on a dragon's back. Like, look at you going, where are you going? So we are watching this one time, for whatever reason, Loki's there. And like, he kind of has a journey of self-discovery-ish. I'm really excited to see where that goes. But I really wish Sylvie was just Tom Hiddleston. I really wanted him to fall in love with himself. Like he <laughs> fall in love with himself, but they made him like a cute blonde. And I'm like, yeah, I yeah. know you don't have the balls to like really have him fall in love with himself, but that would be cool. Like that would have been super. I, I'm 100 with you. I really like Sylvie as a character. I think it would have been really hilarious and like ballsy to just just make it another Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. And just really be. interesting. Like all the play exactly the same. Um, I think like comedy. I, what do you have any theories on what you think the Nexus event was that pulled them out of the the, the dying world? Their love. See, I, I that's what the show wants us to think, but that doesn't really make sense to me. It doesn't track with with the logic, the, the internal logic that the show yes. says that a, a Nexus event creates a timeline. Yeah. Even if they're in love, they're not creating a timeline. They're still going to be eradicated by the sure. planet. So I hypothesize um, that, and I don't think this is true, but this is. This is why I'm like, this is so confusing because I'm like stretching to make connections, but otherwise it's just lousily written, which is fine as long as it's a framework to have Loki find himself. Like, wonderful. Mm -hmm. We can all get by, but I think that Sylvie had to kill Kang, right? And Loki tackled her and sent her to this dying planet. And Loki makes it so she is going to die on this planet. And Kang is like, no, she has to show up. Oh, so the Nexus really... event is is just she's going to die. And he Kang's like, say. no, she cannot die. He does say I was watching you and guiding you the whole way. Yeah, so like Kang... literally the Nexus so... event is that she is going to die. Like right before she yeah. dies, goes off the charts because that's not part of the plan. That's awesome. So Kang creates a timeline just to get their location. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yes. Well, because that. that's the whole thing. Like the timeline is suddenly there's the, the the one timeline is Sylvie goes and kills Kang. Sylvie's about to die. Boop! Yeah, like, yeah. Sylvie, can't, Sylvie is immortal in this series. There's nothing she can do that she'll die at all. Pretty good. And you don't yeah, realize I like that. Yet. 
Yeah, I, I like that. That's like, pretty cool. She'd pull a gun out to her head, pull the trigger, and before she did that, agents would show up and like tackle. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that that anywhere online. I think that's a pretty pretty good theory, man. Yeah, I, like I think that. that's awesome. But is that is that what is that real? Because like the show is like, oh no, they fell in love, and I'm like, well, yes, I want that. Well, like it makes I would more like sense. That. Piggybacking on that, that's a really good concept because there's the part where she's asking Ravana, "What was my Nexus event?" And she's like, "I don't even remember." Because it and was the, you just had to show up. Well, the Nexus event when she was a kid that yeah. got her captured is that she had to be on this path. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's it. it. Took her to make her kill Kang. That's yeah. it. They, that's why she's they, 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 they like don't lean into like they very briefly lean into Loki like they. It's all about free will, and they don't lean into that. It's like yeah. not about that, which is so weird. Like Loki slowly dawns on him, I'm such a dickhead because the TVA won't let me be anything else. Yeah. Every time I do something nice, the TVA shows up and yanks me out of there. So it, wait, yeah. is this the way I am? Do I have any free will? And Sylvie's like, I'm just in this world of pain and torture. There's nothing she can do. She has like every time the TVA shows up. And I find that really fascinating, especially in a series about writing. Because I think that I, whenever I consider a five, like how does a five-dimensional being look at four dimensions, time? And I always equate it to a book. I can pick up a book, Harry Potter, and I can flip to any page. To Harry, he is a three-dimensional being living this life. But I'm above that. I can take a page out. I can put it here. I can see exactly what's going to happen. Harry believes he has free will only because he can't read this book. Yeah. But if you're up here, so I always, I very early equated the timeline and the timekeeper's writing. I was like, oh, this is so fascinating. We're watching a writer, you could say even of a comic book, writing a comic book. And what we're watching is all the other ideas. What happens to the idea that in a writer's room we're like, oh, what if Loki's an alligator? And everyone's like, oh, that's hilarious, but we can't use that. Okay. And they keep on living. And what happens when all those characters start realizing that they're just characters? And that's kind of what happened. And I really, really enjoyed that, you know? So I liked it. This is why this guy should be on the show. Right? Like, so like I really I so I really liked Loki, but it was it was that what we're talking about with that muddy middle where I'm not sure if they went far enough. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I would agree like, with that. I wanted the TVA to be like full of people. Cause I'm thinking here, like you're quelling timelines. Is it going this well that you pluck one every six days? Like mm-hmm. I want like those lines to be full. There's people yeah. everywhere. And like there's concept right where you can see the lines are full. And I think, uh, I, I don't know for sure. I'll, uh, because I hated the behind the scenes episode for it. Um, but the, pandemic uh, of the three live action marvel shows the pandemic influenced loki the most because it, it started filming the, the uh just before the pandemic started so like a month into filming the pandemic started and they shut down for for like six months or something like that before they w- went back um i i do wonder if that scarcity in the tva is because of that oh I de- definitely definitely um which is unfortunate because that's like that's that makes more sense it's more like and it's yeah. i mean with these shows especially something so like low concept as Loki. And I say low concept because I want to say high concept, but that's not what high concept means, which is I learned recently. High concept is when the concept's very simple. 
Like, oh, it's, why like, is why has the entire world been wrong about this? If you wanted to say high concept, but high concept means like the concept is like Pee Wee lost his bike. High concept, very simple, one sentence. You know what I mean? Like, wow, that's high concept. I'm and I say low concept. You're like, where where are we? Okay, hold on. What this is very time travel. How do we? That's crazy. Because this is definitely genre TV. Like it's like Do- it's it's more Doctor Who than than our traditional Marvel. Oh yeah, movie. it's like Doctor Who meets the Matrix. Like yeah, when they're yeah. walking into like I'm like, oh, this is the architect. Wow. And then I just felt old because I was like, oh wait, <laughs> twenty years ago, I'm like they're ripping off the Matrix. No, they're not. This is an homage now. <laughs> it's they, been they, twenty years for media. It's been twenty years, wow. Mike. I the know. fourth movie is coming out soon. Oh God! No, I just can't I, believe I've been using the term "high concept" wrong my entire life. I don't know if I've met another person in my life who has used "low concept." So yeah, I learned something I've never today. Done that? Yeah, that's, yeah, so, that's the crazy. Matrix. The Matrix. Kind of like we're yeah, still just, in the Matrix. It kind of reminds me of like what Willy Wonka says: "Is like do this is like strike that, reverse it." Yeah. So that's kind of what we have to do. High concept is like simple. Low concept is the crazy batshit ideas that everyone's like, oh, it's so I'm gonna forget artsy and after this podcast. Well, because I mean, describe Loki. Like, well, Loki is he's learned to love himself, but he's he's in a he's in a time loop, and they're quelling timelines. And you're like, that's not that's a lot of concept. That's a very you know that's very broad, very up for interpretation. You're like, what what did you take from this? You know, mm-hmm. and, and they didn't even give Loki enough self love, like. Ah, the therapy stuff. They're like trying to do this, like really. the The best therapy one was Wandavision. Like that, I thought they really dealt with grief very well. And then with Loki, they like put him in a time loop with Lady Sif, 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 and Sif, and like the only reason he apologizes is because she beats him up. <laughs> like, like, in, like in no point does her crying a hundred times make him feel bad. Like there's no empathy. He only apologizes to get her to stop punching him. And you're like, yeah. that's not <laughs> that's not how that works. But all Dude, right. This is where Loki comes into that that thing I was saying earlier where like the show is still serving narrative before it's serving character. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And like even though Loki came out the best and it handled things the best and it stuck its landing and all this kind of stuff, I'm like, I still feel like the Loki character wasn't explored the way he needed to be. Yeah. I don't know that I'd buy if you had me sit down and watch Thor the Avengers and then just the scene in Endgame where Loki zaps away with the Tesseract that I would think that this Loki had progressed in this way and buy it. Yeah. Uh, because we are essentially following him on a more or less single track of time. Uh, there's not a lot of gap here of like him developing that we're not seeing. Yeah. Right. And I just don't think what's on screen is serving the character to the full extent that they want to have the dialogue. Tell me that it is. Yeah. And there's like a weird, yeah. I don't know how the TVA even like the, with time travel, it's they need a ticking clock for drama, but there is no time in the TVA. It's like at the like, end of Back to the Future, it's like, it's like I wish I had more time. And I mean, goes, they're, oh, they're, I, I'm in a time machine. I have all the time in the world. Beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Like, they're like, just cops. They're, they're waiting for crimes to happen. But they're not waiting. They're, they should always be like, <clears throat> how does that job end? There's no time. Like, as we know it, they did everything. It's already happened. Like, us as the, us as the viewer is going through time. But Owen Wilson isn't. He's not eight, he's not experiencing time at all. But then they're like, they're not we experiencing need to hurry time. Up. They're like, why? They're why not does anyone need to time hurry up? 
because they're out of time, but time still exists. And if time exists, bad things can happen that can interfere with their stuff. So, like, okay. They... So my point. So I guess my point saying is there's a ticking clock in Harry Potter. But it. I, what do I care? I can flip to the beginning of the book. Like, it, like he's like, oh no, Voldemort's coming. I'm like, beginning of the book. No, it's not. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. You know what I mean? I, like, there's no yeah. when you're pulled out when you're in the TVA. Yes. I have no agency to help Harry because I can just go oh. right to the beginning and help him. I think that involves the the TVA agents themselves being so devoted to to their god and their time guy. Like, they don't even they don't even care if they like what they're doing is like important or not or like they're just being told what to do. Yeah. So like I don't even think time really they don't even care about time I mean, really, you know. The the answer to your question is in your hypothesis of how Sylvie's narrative works. Kang is also writing the narrative of the, the TVA, TVA for the TVA. So yeah. so the events yeah. for the TVA to go clean up happen when Kang wants them to happen. So yeah, he's yeah. creating time I'm as surprised. a facade when it yeah. doesn't exist. Yeah. I'm surprised more of them aren't depressed at the end. Like I'm, I'm really <laughs> surprised Owen Wilson's not like, oh, Oh, like it just kind of like oh, sits down for a second and really eternity of this. Yeah, like really, like so all of it, huh? Okay, like it's the exact opposite of um of um Interstellar. Like Interstellar is like oh exciting, oh my god, we're gonna save everybody and like huge spaceships and gravity things. We did it, mm -hmm. and like the end of Loki's like everything's a lie. Okay, yeah. none of none none of it mattered. None of it. None of it mattered. All right. <laughs> the way they the way they talk about time in shows like Loki and other places that they've done this, um, uh, the simple idea of coming out of time is that the way they visualize that is that they don't age. Nobody seems to visibly age. Mm -hmm. However, there are still days. There is still a morning, noon, and night. And yeah, that's lunch. Like yeah, and it's it's like I think that's because. Uh, human beings have such a difficult time perceiving yeah. anything but the linear flow of time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's it's difficult to, it becomes difficult to write oh, truly yeah. what it means to be outside of time. Because then it would be hardcore science fiction and that's not what well, Marvel's making. Also, also it is, it is yeah. their job as variants to still experience it in that way because they're not Kang. So they're not able to have, they think they have a higher up view of the other timelines and uh, free will, they but they pause. don't. They yeah. don't because they don't have free will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the the example that um, I I I could use in, is like in uh, sorry in Doctor Who there would be times where like oh I hid I hid this thing in the next second so it's constantly a, 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 it's constantly in that second outside of time. And and we can't visually see it, we can't perceive it because we don't understand it. That's my issue with Tenet, is that the way they visualize going backwards in time is that they're walking backwards, and it's like that's not. If you're going back in time, we cannot visually perceive the flow of backwards time. Mm -hmm. Sure. Okay. Is that also kind of like how in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure they say like they keep thinking of like when they're at the, trying to bust all the history guys out, they're like. Oh, it's like, oh yeah, it was me who stole my dad's keys. Or it's like trash can. Remember the trash can? And then the trash can that's falls down. Kind of. Kind that's, of. So kind of but like, light, yes, a soft but, core, yes. Okay. Bill and Ted is like, it's doing it for comedy's sake True. because they're going. The rules don't matter. Yeah, right. Make yeah. jokes, they're and that's yeah. Where, whereas this one, it's like you, shit matters. But when you actually have, but yeah, I mean, they but they did it in Doctor Strange. Like what a like Doctor Strange was one of the best superhero endings ever because he did not punch anybody. Yep. He was like, I'm clever. This is something that was set up in the beginning. 
I, I'm, I'm sacrificing myself, which was what the character needed to do because he was so arrogant. And he trapped Dormammu in a time loop. And Dormammu was like, I have no idea what this is. He's like, welcome to time. And like, mm-hmm. oh, that's so good. He's like, it's you and me for eternity in a prison. So it's like, <laughs> <The claw. laughs> like little little cat paw. Yeah, like so. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> and I I just found that so inspiring. I I think the Marvel movies are getting are they're starting starting to show their their wrinkles, little yeah. little crow's feet. That's... Uh, did you guys see? And this is going to be like a little little side tangent as we get into as we kind of get into what if. Did you guys see uh, Barb and Barb and Star go to visit yes. the bar? Yes, yes, I have. I seen thought it was one of the greatest female superhero movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I love like, that movie. Like they don't hit anybody, they don't shoot like shoot anybody, and they they like emotionally connect with the villain. Mm-hmm. And then like that's how like I mean I, like not to get in. I mean it's been talked circles around. The, when when you have these like female superhero movies, it sometimes it frustrates me because they're not fem- they're not really exploring femininity uh, as they're not exploring femininity so much as they're giving women low level men jobs. You know I mean and like and and like that's why I loved Barb and Star because they were just like oh you need to fr-. like it was all about nurturing and friendships and these wonderful relationships and like. And you know the, the things we're lying and like wanting to grow and like these wonderful, I'll just, again air quotes, feminine traits, put into this like crazy superhero movie, you know? Yeah. And I lo- and I was like, oh my god, I need this. Like I, I realized this in um, Terminator Genesis. I didn't see the movie, but when the trailer came out, it was like strong women, which is rad. But then they're just like, and I'm like, oh, they're just they're just these horrible hypermasculine dudes. And then you say, well, what about T2, Linda Hamilton? And I go, aha, James Cameron isn't, like, the best director ever in the world. He, I mean, he's the best director in the world for a reason. There's this wonderful scene in T2. You guys laugh, but he made seven movies, and five of them are the greatest movies. No, no, I, no, I like, know. Just, because you said you said at first, he's not the greatest director in the world. Yeah. And then you said he is the greatest director in the I world. I said, yeah. well, he's not, the, he's not the greatest director in the world for no reason. That's, that was that sentence. Oh, got it, got it. I got no, it. Good. Just the uh, second you mentioned James Cameron, I had a flashback to one of my old script, uh, my um, script writing professors at my community college, who was straight up says like, and because like, so these are the mistakes James Cameron makes these mistakes, but unfortunately, we are not James Cameron, so we James cannot Cameron. make these mistakes because those mistakes net him like the some of the top grossing films of all bloody time. So in T two, you got Linda Hamilton, and she is just in it, right? And then they're when they're all sitting around Dyson and he's like, oh my God, we found the microchip and it was amazing. We got all these ideas, all the things they could do. She has this wonderful monologue and she's like, you men and you're building and your ideas. And she just pours into this femininity. She just is like, you've never had anything grow inside of you. You have no idea. And it's just, she just exudes this beautiful mother, this mother son dynamic. And then they snap her back into an action movie, but that's what saves Linda Hamilton and T2. And it, it, I think it's this huge disservice to want to write these strong female characters and just strip them of all their femininity. Like the Amazons, like the Amazons yeah. and Wonder Woman. It's like, yeah, if you have a society with just women, they can't advance past the Bronze Age. Like, oh, 
Okay. Well, that's a fantasy thing. I don't. That's different. Uh, read Wonder Woman Earth One. That they don't do that. Oh, right. it's, it's, trying to say. it's a good point of like a lot of these superhero films, like and action films in general. This is something we've been talking about lately with um, Kate. Kate's a great example. The trailer uh, for Kate with milkshake. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, where um, I I won't say the same about Gunpowder okay. Milkshake, but I would say the same about Kate, um, where the roles that are being created for them are just roles that men would do in these films, but we're putting a woman in it because women can do these things too, rather than being like, what would a woman do in this role? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. See, uh, that's, I, I, I'm yearning for that story. And that's a different question. And uh, yeah, there's not a lot of things that are actually taking that, that attack on it and saying, what would a woman that's do why in this role rather than saying, well, a woman can do this. Role. That's why I love between, Birds of Prey, baby. Yeah, it's the difference between a strong female character and a quote unquote strong female character. Right. Yeah. Um, I think that also helps when the, when the film, like you said about Birds of Prey, I think it helps when the director is a woman herself. Yeah, for sure. I think there's, there's more of a chance that we're going to get that more, perspective. More importantly, when the screenwriter is the screenwriter, say, the screenwriter. Yeah. Um, um yeah, uh, something I was gonna say earlier when we were talking about like the the uh, variants and stuff. Um, the the funny thing to me as we were talking about it is that recognizing that the variants in the TVA are the only beings who don't have free will, which is all the more reason why I agree with Mike that like I do want something more depressing for them because what you find out is that yes, Loki and everyone else has free will. That's why they're killed. That's why they get pruned. Yeah, they keep doing things out of free will. So in the variants don't because they're told what to do, but they're told you're the only people with free will. Yeah, you're living. It kind of slides into life. a weird religion thing too. But Loki, yeah, yeah, Loki's the only character with free will because even after they, even after they, that's why he was such a random. Like that's why that's why Kang was like I I believe when he was like and now I have no idea what's going to happen because I didn't know Loki was going to be here. Isn't this and that's why I think he was so excited because like who are you? Oh, this is new. I did not write this. Go on, yeah. continue. And then when Loki comes back and he's like, he goes to another another timeline. He gets kicked into a different TVA. He's the only one with free will still. He's yeah. the only one that remembers. He's the only one that's like, oh wait, I'm actually I've actually broken out. But now he's in a worse place. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I I still want the show to give me a better explanation for why he was pruned in the first place, though, because I I still oh, yeah, I go. Yeah. I go down into a rabbit hole every single time I think about it. Like, well, the Avengers were supposed to go back in time. That means they were supposed to lose the Tesseract in 2012, which means they were supposed to go That's to why 1976. You can't do these rabbit holes. And like, and if well, that wait, was the but, case, wait, that means that Loki was supposed to leave in 2012. No, but was Loki supposed to pick it up? Because now this is interesting. The, Loki had to... It's kind of funny. The only way Loki could end was... Well, I guess they... I guess the... Ravana says... No, so, TVA set, so TVA set up um, a bomb in Endgame and set it straight so Loki can is still in that timeline. Yes? Well, we can that doesn't make any sense because yeah. then they can't get to 1972 because why would they have to leave so, the Tesseract yeah. is still in 2012? Ravana says that all the oh, stuff no, with Thanos... I got you. I just caught up with you. Yeah. yeah. All the stuff with Thanos and Endgame you know, I'm starting to, to think this is lazily written. I'm starting to think this was... I'm starting to think <laughs> no, so, this so, was just some sort of science fiction framework to tell a story. No, in, the, in the hypothetical, the Avengers are supposed to go back in time. Yeah. Uh, Steve and Tony going to 1972, not originally supposed to happen. Happens as reaction of variant Loki taking the Tesseract. But if that's the case... That's then there's, then... They don't need to be pruned because they don't lead to an evil king. Oh, they don't lead to an evil king. There you go. Um, that's not I was canon. To, that was, that's, I was that's about to say. That 
Brandon says every day. If it's not written down, I can't. See, you're not the only one. But this is, um, but this bends into the same thing. Like, why does Steve get to live in an alternate timeline yeah, with Peggy? Because because it doesn't lead to an evil king. If yeah. that's supposed to, if that, if so, if he's supposed to go back in time to to nineteen forty, he just wants to bang uh, Agent Carter. So he's just like, "King, how you doing today? You need anything? <laughs> you good? Water? You good? You want hey. like a sandwich? How, what hey. can? How can Steve keep King happy? You let me know. <laughs> I'm having so, a great like, time down here with uh, Agent Carter. So you, if you having a rough day, just call me. Hey, call. buddy, you feeling evil today? No? Yeah. Cool. The thing about the Keep doing this. Is like, they, they don't do it well. I mean, they do it well enough in the show, but like, the thing about the multiverses is like, once it's like, there are tr there's an infinite amount of universes, right? That's why we have an alligator Loki, right? You have Loki, and then the next universe yeah. has a mustache. He's a little bigger. A thousand worlds from there, he's an alligator. Like, that's just how the world starts. Well, you have alligator and Loki because a caveman sneezed. Like, that's the point. Like, yeah. yeah. So, like, now that, like, the multiverse is open, I'm just like, man, like, I'm I'm... This is a point for me as a huge comic book fan. Uh, like, what if stuff and like multiverse stuff and like seeing alternate versions of characters is my favorite shit. That's so fun because you have an established thing and you can do something new with it while still having the thing. Uh, so like the stuff the, the end of Loki was like is really great for me. Like right. I love Kang. Yeah. I think the setup is really great. Uh, it's just about the execution of the next couple of years of like, is it gonna be way too much? Well, I don't I, know. And that's and that's I why I think Go ahead. You, you always you, you always go. I say just go. Uh, well, go. that's why I was going to say, like, I, I really like your theory that it people are only pruned if they lead to an evil king because it makes the whole thing feel that's what the writer digestible. Said, yeah. That's what, the writer yeah. said. what you said, yeah, yeah, that makes the whole thing feel more digestible, mm -hmm. condensable, and understandable because it's like, yes, there is an infinite multiverse. Things are only cut when if they're they connected to the king. Yeah. That, that's the point I was trying to make. That sorry, solves yeah. a lion's share of problems that because, really because matters. why is why is steve allowed to live out his life in 1942 yeah. in an alternate timeline he, as i'm doing you know long walks in yoga yeah. with king lucky right. the show doesn't show that there are trillions of timelines we're showing the bad ones basically yeah i mean there yeah. could be like five timelines yeah uh, but as long as they don't create an <laughs> evil really trillions what? let's say five let's just say <laughs> so let's round out that number let's say there's a good five <laughs> As long as they don't show, as long as they don't create an evil Kang, yeah, like somehow Alligator Loki does. Yeah. What a weird, what a weird concept if you found out. By the way, there are alternate worlds. There are only four. There's this one and four others, that's, and that's that's, it. that's the Futurama joke. They 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 uh they go to the edge of the universe and they look at it and they see the alternate universe and Fry goes, so there's an infinite amount of universes, and he goes, no, just the other one. <laughs> Um, uh, but the, the, the DC the DC thing when they're like there's 52. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Um. But okay. So my so not, now what always gets me if you want to because you were right, Brandon, about the I'll, I'll have to think about that tesseract. I'll get a dry erase board. I'll see if I can't put some together. Oh uh, yeah. I've been, oh, no boy. joke. I've done it. But if there's an infinite number of possible universes, then there's a universe where there's no infinite universes. And so yeah. where does that one lie on the spectrum? In its yeah. own universe. <laughs> But, there, but well, by definition, that there, definition, no, I get by definition, that universe can't exist. That's why comics are yeah. funny because you'll be. And there's also another universe where exactly everything happens. So you just skip to that universe. And you're like, oh, it's exactly the same. I mean, we're also no. dealing with like you know, outside of time, heaven, hell, limbo, like parallel dimensions, the mirror dimension. Like it's all just fun bullshit. Like, I think you know, the best. See, the best was um Looper when uh, when old Bruce Willis and young Bruce Willis are like talking and he's like, wait, shouldn't I? And Bruce Willis goes, stop talking about it. And I love that. I he's love just that. Like, he's like, don't worry about it. We're telling a sci-fi story 
about ever... like about love and chaos. So let's just let's just keep moving forward. Have you ever seen Star Trek Voyager? No, no, I like Star Trek. And and Star Trek Voyager. <laughs> Um, there's an episode, there's many episodes where they deal with the temporal prime directive, yes. which is the idea that, you know, you can't go back in time and change shit. Um, you can go back in time. You just can't change shit. Um, and whenever they deal with the time, with the temporal federation, which is the 32nd century federation, they're like, um, they're like, how does this, whatever. And they're trying to like logic it. And Janeway's like, I don't want to, don't talk to me. Don't I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. I, I take a, I take a week with this adventure. Time. Yeah, late night in the writer's room. They all had Subway for dinner. They just wanted to get home. They were just like, oh, don't, it's fine. Ship, ship the script. Don't explain yeah. it. I don't think about it. We're just in this adventure. Let's yeah. get into what if. Oh, my God. So this is why I was trying to slide into what if with the strong female leads. And I was talking to my friend Margaret. She's my, my like, so did you watch this? This is the, and I'm, I was just, the Agent Carter, number one, love me some Agent Carter. Love me some Agent Carter, like yeah. like Captain Carter. You know, um, what six foot two or ever broad shouldered? Yes, give me that. I I swam in high school. I am very comfortable around tall, broad shouldered women. It's <laughs> the greatest. Um, they she's just Captain America. That's Oop. it. Oh, he's but what on, if he just hold becomes on, Mike, Captain hold America? Mike, oh, hold on, you're breaking up real bad. Say that. Say that last like two minutes. The last two minutes? No, Where, like that, last, that last little chunk. Do the whole temporal oval reverse? <laughs> well, I just said, and maybe I'll overlap, but I said, I love me some Captain Carter. Yeah, I yeah. love a tall, broad-shouldered woman. Yes. Um, swam really in high school, very comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, but her what-if was so was such a waste. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah, yeah. know what story they were telling. She just became Captain America. I know that story. Yep. And they, like, tried to slide in this, like, sudden misogyny when in captain america no one i think there's one instance and it was like a it's like a writer's trope that i hate in the first avenger but otherwise she was just always in the like like tommy lee jones like an agent carter she's rad she's yeah, like, she I know rad. Mm -hmm. but then in this in this show they're like oh here comes agent carter a woman so play it cool everybody You're like what like, what <laughs> like, well, like, because they yeah. kill tommy lee jones and they're stuck with Dommy Lee Downs. Yeah, Bradley yeah. Whitford. Yeah, Whatever keep, his name was. Yeah, yeah. they keep uh, saying, you're lucky to be in the room, Miss Carter. Yeah. It's like, They're wow. Like, wait, what? Where did this come from? And then, yeah. and then, like, they keep beating that dead horse. Like, when she's Captain Carter, she, like, rips a guy, like, she rips a Nazi in half and, like, throws, uh, like, like a, a, a motorcycle through a car. And then yeah. this, like, kind of big Nazi's like, oh, a woman, you say? Yeah. <laughs> you saw her oh. stop a car. You saw her flip <laughs> over a truck riding? full of people. Not like, just a car. He stops a Jeep in full, full, full stop a Jeep, chucks, like, two motorcycles mm -hmm. like Which, they were nothing. And this big dude's like, oh, what? It's like, I would be like, oh, hell no. I'd be running. Like, like you're over then. But, and, like, she, and also, how strong is she? Like, again, this is the super soldier thing anything. where it's like you can you can stop a car. You should like your fists should go through people. Like, oh, like well, it's the Spider Man thing where where yeah. where when Doc Ock was Spider Man and he punches someone and he's like, oh my god, he could have just killed me whenever he's been holding yeah. back. And he's yeah. been holding back. Like if you're that strong, you don't punch as hard. Yeah. and so like I don't. The message was so the episode was just kind of boring because she just did what. Steve Rogers did, but 
not I, i'm almost gonna say not as well no yeah but, i mike i didn't really like the first episode and i was really worried for the rest of the episodes because it was just hey what if we watch captain america but it was different it was a different character well, like it's the same it's the same movie so, yeah, except for so, and i like and i like her yeah, like, I, I have like, no problems with with the character. It's everything around it. It's just it, it wasn't her own movie. It boggles them. It boggled the mind. Like a, like this is why I brought up Star and Bar, go to Vista Del Mar because I was like, is that oh, a superhero movie? And I didn't know it. Don't don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. <laughs> okay, okay, don't say anything. I, I, I haven't seen it. Yet. I own it. We'll watch it. Okay, cool, cool. Because like it, it was how it was just like exuberant, wonderful femininity. Yeah. Yes. And like Agent Carter, she just took a low level job as a dude. Yeah, they're yeah. just like, oh, we just made you a dude. Have fun. This is what's like to be a dude. She's like, oh, I can punch unlike, things. Yeah, unlike the second episode, like it didn't, it didn't utilize like the change of the character. Like it's oh, just like, oh, well, well, you know what we don't know is that the moment when she made that choice to not go up to the balcony, also all the men in the world instantly got more misogynistic. That's how it works. Yes. That's the change. And Richard Hydra was like, I'm gonna like, blow up earlier. <laughs> like yeah. Richard Armitage is sitting there going like, well, we're not in the booth. I guess I could blow myself up. Mine yeah, well. I, I just... always forget that's Richard Armitage in that. No, scene. no, no. What it is is he's on the floor and he sees her and he's like, "A woman! Oh, we all gotta go!" <laughs> <laughs> like, oh god, and I wanted, I wanted her to be bigger. I know they like made her taller and broad-shouldered, but like, I wanted like what Steve Rogers goes from to what he goes yeah. to. That it's exponential. Like, she should have been like seven foot four. And just like carved out a grand. You want you want She Hulk. Yes. Yeah. Even She Hulk isn't as big as Agent Carter should have gotten. Sure. <laughs> like She Hulk, I well they, later on they do like a different She Hulk, but like the She Hulk where she's a lawyer is just like she it's wouldn't. Like, she's like tall. She wouldn't even place in a bodybuilding a female bodybuilding competition. Oh, she, like yeah. she wouldn't even. She wouldn't even be like invited. Sure. She'd be like, sure, yeah. Oh, and the beginners, look at her cutting carbs. All right, word. Like, like, I wanted, yeah, I wanted Peggy coming out with like a twelve pack and just like the growth. On the growth muscle. went to went to Steve because for some reason, uh, Peggy got taller and so did Steve because their eye level in this episode when they're not in the movie. In the movie, he's she's huge in the movie when they're sitting next to each other in that car she's huge she's a tall lady yeah. he is so like how is anyone even beating steve rogers up when he's that small yeah like yeah. it blew my like they made him so small like you could just like pick him up and maybe toss him and make a field goal at the 50 yeah like, or something. just like anyone i could have done the fastball special with i was i was literally about to say it you beat me to it <laughs> uh, okay, so one other thing about Agent Carter that um, I want to I want to mention this is just my little tiny little nitpick. I know they probably could call her Captain Britain because Captain Britain is technically an X Men character, but just call her freaking Captain Britain. Ben, this is it. as someone who has not read fifty years of Captain Britain. They cannot call her Captain Britain. That's a character who exists already. They she were was, she was bo technically born in Wales. No, I don't know. Well, no, they, they were talking when we first saw it. I think they called her Captain Britain yeah. in the marketing, not like the trailers or things, but like when they were like, "And hey, Peggy Carter's going to be Captain Britain," and everyone was upset about that, because, obviously because um, Captain Britain is is tied to the X Men. Yeah, you're um, leading a comic that yeah. has her in it, and there's a specific the Captain Britain core, the multiversal core, yeah. serves a specific function that she can't serve, but just by being a Captain well, America. Ben, yeah. you're, you're kind of saying like, oh, when Diana Prince came to. Uh, the rest of the earth, she should have been some sort of superwoman. Like, well, that's not yeah. that's not superwoman. 
you know like you can't in the, in the comics whenever whenever we do a variant of peggy that's that's a captain america type they just call her captain america i literally oh. just read a comic today that's that she's captain carter it was exiles number three that's her first i wish she would have had the helmet i wish she would have stuffed those pin curls in the helmet she got a cool <laughs> sword though she did oh, i mean at the very end yeah like, she'll keep it she'll keep it see, but that was just that was super cool with that shield that shield not to backtrack to to um to Winter Soldier, but like the, in, in my notes, it was like we had a whole movie about how um, how Asgard is not a place; it's a people. Mm-hmm. And then they treat that sword like it's a piece of you know the the Holy Cross, like this sh- or the shield. They're like this shield is Captain. Like no, it's not. Captain America is an idea. It is not that shield. Give that shield to anybody. Who cares, Sam? You, but they didn't do that. They like made sure Sam had the shield. Not this shield means nothing. It's an idea. Captain America. Different- is a- I can't help but point it out all the time. It's not the same shield. It's not Steve's shield. It's a different shield. Well, it's the shield Steve gave him. Right, but I mean, it's like Steve. Steve's shield was destroyed by Thanos. Sure, it was never mended, and oh. he came back from the alternate timeline with a different shield. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought they mended it. Oh no! You like you can tell like it's it, a different design. Like pattern. if you look at the star closely, it's there's like a few more lines. So on the star. even more reason to be like, wait a minute, like some. <laughs> See, I need you to it's go. Literally, yeah, it is like, literally Sam's me. shield. Literally, it's a like Steve like went to a like a comic con and was like, "I'll take this to the future." Like it's not even made out of adamantium. It's just like uh, U.S. agents. It's like stainless, crappy stainless well, steel. I like it's, made a, it's made out of a sled, like I in a garage. Figured, I always figured that when he came back from the alternate timeline, before he came back, he just had the Wakandans of his timeline make a shield for Sam because he was literally giving Sam a shield. So, so this the is Wakanda going to be your saying, shield. No, he was just Captain America in his timeline and gave him the shield he was as Captain America. That's how I saw it. From that timeline. Yeah. I mean, that also is true. He yeah. didn't just stop Both can be saving true. people. Yeah. No, I'm not saying he did it. No, I know. I'm not saying he did. I'm saying, I'm saying uh, my headcanon yeah. is that is that he specifically had the Wakandans of his timeline make Sam a shield. Not that he... Not that he gave up a shield, not that he created a new shield for himself and gave it to Sam. He specifically said, I'm going to make a shield for Sam. Speaking that is Sam's shield. of Wakanda. Wait, so they... <laughs> so they... Wait, yeah, speaking of Wakanda, so they made Sam new wings, but then fix his boat? Uh, I was so annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're, like, borrowing parts from, like, their neighbors, and it's like, what? Wakanda? Well, that's community. What? Like, I... Yeah, I, I yeah. Like and the, then I was like, how much is that loan for? Like 12 grand? How much is an engine for this boat? Like how, like it can't be, you could sell your car. Like it can't be, like how much money do you need, Sam? How much money do you go need? Go to one comic, go to one comic con, Sam. Yeah, like how much money do you need, Sam? The, the boat thing felt like it was supposed to like humanize and, and make a relationship for the audience to connect with Sam as a as an everyman kind of guy and also be a, a vehicle for like, his family and their connection to like optics on black people in America, that kind of thing. Well, his, um, I think his sister and his kids did, but Sam fought Thanos again. Right. No, but and that's what I mean. It's like, it's, it's not well delivered on though. The, the idea that the Avengers aren't getting paid by someone also bugs me. Like, honestly, like I can't, I can't stop thinking about how weird it is that, the, the or something right or? there's no like st- like stark foundation that just gives them an allowance again you could text me that too text um pepper pots like right you like you've you she was you there fought, you fought thanos together 
I don't like it was just so lousily like it, yeah, it got too big. But I don't want to let's skip forward. Oh, so let's skip forward then to to the what if the second one. You guys watch the second one? Yeah, yeah. 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 So a, a thing that I didn't like, I I mean I get it, and I didn't like them. I didn't like them saying, "Oh yeah, we have all these Infinity Stones in Loki." I know they needed to do that, but I didn't like them kind of neutering the Infinity Saga. Like I know they're trying to start a new level, so we we have to like kind of start back at zero. Yeah, yeah. But then since they got to the the main villain so quickly in that series, I don't like like. It would have been nice if maybe they didn't work, but then he re- maybe Kang revealed at the end he has a drawer full of Infinity Stones. Maybe Loki is still trying to hold on to that, but to do it in the first episode, kind of out of my sails. I understand, and I definitely did see other people have that concern too, because like, yo, we just had ten years of this, and you're kind of trivializing it. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't take away everything that happened. It's just setting up the future of oh, this is how powerful the next villain is. That it's the Infinity. It's just it might be a little too soon for you. For me, like, like. I, I guess I didn't need this more setup. Like I thought it was a good, a good well, like I, palate cleanser for me. Honestly, we talked about it on. Uh, we talked about it before, Ryan. We all know this. The, the the Infinity Stones in the comics, they only work in their home timeline. They don't work in any other timeline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so if they're taken outside of time, they wouldn't work anyway. So I'm I'm kind of okay with that. Uh, I to say I have a problem with this is wildly inaccurate because it's not a problem. It's not a nitpick. It's really just a statement that I noticed. I'm glad that Thanos in What If Episode Two is is still like he still thinks the snap would be a good idea. Yeah, but I um Man. I I have I did initially think like like I don't know if I needed that so soon after we just were like did a two movie back to back of we're yes. trying to beat him. I'm that's why I kind of wanted to slide into the second episode yeah. with Thanos. Being like, hey guys, I was like, no, 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 no. And then, you know, Chadwick Boseman's like, yeah, you just had to talk to him. I'm like, no, 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 no. And that's comedy. Did you guys like? Did you guys like the second episode? I was also, I was also disappointed with that episode. So I'm island here. The second episode of What If, like the first one, was like, hey, what if? And then they barely, and they get the same movie, but it's like a gender swap role with a little. With a little difference, yeah, yeah, yeah. In. this one is like, what if, and everything is different. I, yeah, yeah. I, I think we all agree. We we like the second episode a lot more than the first. I I appreciate what it does with the what if with the what if formula of doing a completely different story. I like all the characterizations. I also I that's why I said it's not a problem. I don't have an issue with it. I also like Thanos in that episode. I thought I like his arc in that episode. Um, I I I just do also side with Mike in the sense that like. Maybe I didn't need that one so soon. Sure. Well, yeah. I the, the episode I wanted to see, like they just had a weird adventure. They they like had a kind of a I guess they had like a Z tier adventure in the episode and they just talk about better adventures. Like <laughs> when Thanos shows up and he's like, I just needed to be persuaded. I'm like, that's the ep- that let me see that episode. Let me see 30 minutes of Star Lord talking with Thanos. Yeah. And they have a they have a conversation and he talks Thanos down. And he joins the crew. But like, that's kind of the whoa. thing. That is the thing of what if. Like, and again, like going to the comics, like these radically different things. And like, you are only getting, you know, a, t- a 22 issue comic or 22 page comic, a 30, a 30 minute uh, episode. Like, like you already know the base of who Thanos is. So to see this wild thing, it's like, oh man, this really is different. And like, mm-hmm. if it just doesn't work for you, it might be too soon because he was the villain of the last 10 years. Again, for I, me, I like the great- villain. 
like Space Hitler. So it's Space weird. Hitler, yeah. It's almost like it's like Jojo Rabbit. It's like they tried to do Jojo Rabbit and they didn't do it as well as all. They needed to wait Jojo sixty Rabbit. years. But it, well, I really like Jojo Rabbit. But then you have Thanos. Like it just spa- replaced Thanos with Hitler, and Hitler shows up. And he's like, "Zess, I just had to be convinced that it wasn't a very good idea, and now yeah. I'm having space adventures. This well, is see, so much fun. Thank you. Thank I you read so X Men comics where Magneto's a hero now, and he's killed literally hundreds of thousands of people. So uh, like that's just no. the part of my brain where like, hey, the villain's not a villain anymore. It's a, it's a it's storytelling. Like you're you not know? like I like you're not wrong. <laughs> No, I know, but like I also, you're not wrong either because like it is like oh, this guy who is like who is Hitler, like he just had a change like that. Like I, I'm not, I'm not. When did they grab Thanos? Right, you know when? when, How how many worlds? How many worlds were destroyed before he's like oh. The right, maybe I should stop. It's his 1946. I should maybe cool my jets. That's all because people know who he is and what he's done. But once again, that Thanos being that vastly different that's the beauty of what if and what if promised to deliver in the and when they first announced it it's like what if all the stories that you know are completely different and and radically have changed radically it's so like the villain of the last ten, uh, the villain of the last 10 years is now going on the high kick-ass space adventures with t'challa of wakanda see if it was if it was worse if it was handled worse if it was written worse yeah. I would I would absolutely have a big problem with the idea. But I, actually I don't think his character is badly written. I like his character in the episode. Yeah. It's it's I, I think uh, so Ben you 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 inspire me or you remind me or you influence me in a way of I realize I guess, the, the the not the problem I have but the thing I'm grappling with is how to how to how to be told a story that relies so much on the previous mm-hmm. information. Yeah. Right. You know, like, like, like I can't, like, it needs me to remember. It needs me to know all that. Right. Otherwise, like, if you just watch this, it's, it's fine. But my issue with episode one. Get yeah. everything to have to know everything. That's so, like, you need to know everything to even watch them. And I'm, mm-hmm. it's difficult. It's difficult. Me, so that's why I keep, but you did so, that. So that's the point, but oh, but it's still, it affects me so much. But yeah, isn't that interesting? Ah! Yeah, which uh, the, I feel like the beauty and the curse of what if yeah. is that yeah. show rely, is relying on the fact that all five of us have watched nearly every single piece of Marvel media. We've definitely seen all the films, not all the TV shows, but you've definitely seen all the films. And that's like what twenty some plus odd films now. Yeah, I keep losing track. Twenty three, I think. Yeah, twenty four. Twenty four. Yeah. So we have seen twenty four films, and in order to if like a few people, Casey Casuals have only watched maybe like maybe five, and then they sit down to watch What If. They're not going to know what the hell is happening. They're not going to understand what why it's a big deal that Thanos is now a Ravager. Yes, but the but I will push back on only on this series because like. And I and I, and I said it on the on the review, but like this mm-hmm. is a show, quote unquote, for fans. Right. Like, what yeah. if does not work if you're a casual viewer? What if was made on the premise of what if something you already know is different? It's the same way with the comics. Well, it's the I same think, with the game. Yeah. I think also like uh, a major part of it is that what if is more than anything else in the MCU made f- to appeal to kids. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And kids have a broader sense of imagination where you can just be like this guy but doing this now uh, you'll be a, like that's yep, actually right. a good point this is like for a much younger audience because yeah. i have definitely well, because okay, so- i have definitely played with my transformers decepticons and gundams and it made it so the, tra- the the transformers teamed up to fight the gundams i've definitely how, done that before then how do you have such a wonderful girlfriend i just don't <laughs> <laughs> 
and I've met her and we spent time together and she's <laughs> fabulous and she's so smart and interesting and gorgeous. And then you say things like that and I just don't get it. I have so that's, that's also on my list of what, what, how? <laughs> I like that your Marvel never, list has this. You've never played with your like action figures when you were a kid like that? Ben, how oh, I thought you meant you? Oh, when you were a this kid? Mike. Uh, <laughs> I thought I thought you meant while you were watching the what if episodes. No, <laughs> no as a kid, he said as a kid. Like, How did you get here, no. Ben? I mean that too, but that's besides the point of what he. Uh, I don't like, DBA, my like the DBA is working overtime with Ben. They are around the clock making sure these two stay together. Real quickly, uh, uh, Mike, we we'll have to we should start wrapping up. Uh, Ryan has another engagement. Oh. oh. Yeah. Uh, so let's, let's think, let's so think about the, wrapping this up. The last thing, so the last, because we're right there. I, I guess the last thing, because you say these are for kids and the animation is great and I love them. What they're saying then is really confusing to me. Because with Captain Carter, it's like, oh, if you if Captain Carter was Captain America, nothing different happens. What if what if um, T'Challa is um, Star-Lord? And it's like, immediately it's like, oh, if you come from wealth and education and an intact family... You will do better in the world than if you come from poor, uneducated with a single mom. Like, mm, interesting. Like, like immediately, I'm like, whoa! Like, right when they're like, right when he's like, yeah, peace talks. I talk down Thanos. Life is good. I I do everything right. Like, yeah. oh, this was all part of the plan. I was like, ooh, ooh, gross. And then they That's... cut Peter Quill, and he's yeah. at the screen. I was like, ooh, wee, oh, okay. <laughs> like, that's a good point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a very right. good point. I, I never thought like, of that. Is that. Like, I guess that's fine, but if that's what we're doing, like, okay. Maybe intentional. I, I think yeah. that's definitely I thought a solid, yeah. solid read on it. I think it's much more trying to say, like, T'Challa would do way better things way better and like strive to better the people around him in a way that peter quill just did not because peter kind of sucks to be honest um a little bit but i i get where your your read is and i don't yeah. think it's wrong um uh i just i think that i don't think that that's something they thought about i think they were much more thinking about like t'challa would try to better those around him peter would just be reactionary uh t'challa would be t'challa notably was invited to go explore the universe peter was kidnapped yeah, yeah. and also uh to push back on that thing a little t'challa in the flashback <laughs> back on wakanda before he get before he goes off with yondu he's asking his dad why can't we go and talk and then why can't we reach out to these other nations and his dad's like no it's just constant war they're just why fighting. killmonger's message resonates so much with him mm -hmm. black panther yeah so for so for t'challa growing up his dad's like no we're gonna stay secluded because there's so much war he and t'challa is now out in the universe he's like let me try talking to these people let me try to, to do diplomacy first the gun second which which i like but then it's kind of this it's like it's like a statement on how important fathers are which i guess is what all of the guardians of the galaxy are about but it's yeah, just yeah. With the slow burn of that series is so much more better than it's like, hey, if you're rich and come from a good family, yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We didn't talk about if, it. Uh, if you're not, uh, you, yeah, you, you you have no chance. You're like, oh, okay, yeah. We didn't talk. We didn't talk about it in our in our uh, Fake Nerds Watch episode, but uh, uh, some somehow the collector has killed Captain America, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, and Hela. Oh shit! Yeah. At least collected their stuff. Some, least... Somehow he's gotten their stuff. I when I saw that too, I was like, what is what? 
this is too much. This is, see, I can't sit here and think, uh, all right. He's a yeah, collector. I'll... He collects important stuff. Can you imagine Hella just drops her hel her helmet somewhere and she's just like, gotta get out of here. He's I just mean, like, yoink. I, I, mean, I, I figured they boned and then he uh, that was just on the, the end of the bed and he was like, I'll take so it. old. Hey, you think she wears that? She, she, she only old. takes her hat off for one thing. She's like Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, it's well, theoretically, <laughs> the collector is millions of years old, like the Grandmaster, and Hella is thousands of years old. Ooh, that's true. These May December relationships, they never last, but they're a lot they of never fun. Last. But they're All a right. lot of fun. Why don't we why don't we do final thoughts? Did you have I, any I, more I, notes you wanna you wanna wrap that up? I just appreciate you guys letting me just gush all this out. <laughs> no, it's we it's love it. I I love I always love talking to you because we are always we firmly deep in the trenches and you're flying in the sky high above and sometimes <laughs> it's nice to get another's perspective. Mm -hmm. I always yeah. love chatting with you. Yeah, I'm up I'm up in the helicopter doing the traffic report. You're you're <laughs> you're monitoring and we have no free will down here. We're just <laughs> yeah, absorbing yeah. the MCU. Oh, that's yeah. how I see you guys too. That's you're right. <laughs> oh, yeah. same page, same page. Yeah, I just need to All make right. sure when I bring up old childhood stories of me playing with my action figures, I have to be very specific that it's when I was a young child, not when I'm actually watching the see, TV now show. Now that he's defending it, I mean, and it's so, so hard now. I'm kind of like. Nothing. The fact that I just it just is so fluid and it could have been any time that speaks volumes. Hey, listen, time is a lake, uh, it could happen anytime. I, yeah, I, exactly. I love doing an MCU temperature check like this, especially in the yeah. age of like mm -hmm. more than the movies. There's all this other content you got to think about. I'd, I'd love to do this again, yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, let uh, me know, Mike. We'd love to have you on again. You you tell me as soon as you got a trivia challenge, man. We're we're doing it. It's on, it's on, it's it's happening. I'm looking at it right now Ooh. Over, Ooh. over my desk. It's so. I'll get to it. Um, and I know we've talked about other things that hopefully we'll get you on for, and you you can. I love it. You, I love you guys. Up. Rock and roll. So thank yeah, you guys. Man. Yeah. All right. I guess we should wrap up. Whoop, whoop. Uh, so Mike, why don't you tell the people where they can find you? So you can find me on Instagram uh, at Mike Matola, and you can also find me on TikTok Ooh. at Mike Matola. I'm off of Twitter. I I've switched over to TikTok. I do some a little bit. Twitter, I realized, at best, Twitter could just get me fired from a job. <laughs> <laughs> like, at its best, I could just lose opportunities from Twitter. So I was like, I'm just going to jump ship. That's like once, yeah, I'm done. So yeah, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok, and you can find all my artwork and posters at linebylineposters.com. And if you haven't seen his posters... Um, if this is your first exposure to Mike Matola. Check them out; they're incredible stuff. Um, I, I I adore them. Oh yeah, and we're still waiting on one. Yes, we are. Oh my god, it's just this like they're all uphill battles. It's just running. Yeah, through mud. I understand. It's running through mud. All right, guys. Uh, of course, you probably know where to find us. You know, can find us on. Make sure to like this video. Make sure to subscribe to this channel. Uh, you can find us on Fake Nerd Podcast on all the social medias. You can check out our other shows such as Fake Nerd's Watch. Uh, this is a special. We are currently doing What If uh, at Star Trek Lower Decks. There's Basement Arcade. We just recorded some stuff for Basement Arcade. There's Basement Ooh. Arcade Pause Mini. There's a new episode of Cindy Jacks. Yep. Cindy Jacks. Yep. That's up. There's Fake Nerd Book Club, which is currently on hiatus, coming back soon. And Anarchist Station, the most recent episode was Transformers War for Cybertron Choo -choo. Kingdom. That mm -hmm. was with myself, Sparks, and Ben. Mm -hmm. uh, all of those can be found on this channel. And, of course, you should check out the audio stuff, which I do a conversation, which is talk, talk to podcasters about fandom. I just recorded a really fun episode with, uh, with the other guy from Kaiju Weekly, Michael Hamilton. Nice. That was really great. Uh, and, of course, you can find our mothership show, the Fake Nerd Podcast, where we record live every Sunday. Uh where um, we do tons of movie reviews, 
topics, things, whatever you what have you, news, book clubs. This week we're talking about Free Guy. Ooh. Uh, so this past week, probably because you're watching this after the episode aired, we just talked about Free Guy, and then you. The week after that is Candyman. <gasps> Don't so, say it four more times. Uh, and, and that's. Everything is it I in did a mirror? It. Is it in a mirror? You have to say I forget. Yeah, no, it's in a mirror. Okay, uh, yeah. Don't... I'm at BC McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Ben, you can find me hiding all my action figures at Bednag27 on Instagram and Twitter. Ryan, I'm at DJ Tony Snark everywhere. Sparks, you can find me questioning my own free will at Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter. S P A R K Z Witty. All right, make sure to like this video, subscribe to this channel, and until next time you see us, stay fake nerds.